0: You're listening to the Inside Cloud Channel podcast. I'm your host, Segert van der Linden. This is the fourth episode in our nine-part series on the Cloud Adoption Framework, or CAF, Microsoft's nine-step guideline to help you move to the cloud. Now we're almost ready to migrate. Almost but there are still a few things you need to think about. Alex Malos and Jürgen Uitenberg, Heart of Insight, are thinking with me. The first thing we'll be thinking about today is this. How do you pick your first workload to migrate?
1: Well, if you've been through the, the, the steps in the right order, at least in the right manner, then um, you probably have created a desired outcome or the goal that you want to, uh, to achieve. Um, and if you have planned it right and made it rendered, Then I think you already picked those those first workloads that you want to uh, that you want to migrate. So um, in this phase, you are gonna you can use some some tools for that, some assistance like uh, Azure Migration Services, which makes a scan out of your environment and will create a template how to uh, to migrate or to um, uh, to deploy it in Azure. Um, but that's that's actually happening in this phase.
0: Yeah, they're actually happening and actually finally get to work,
1: uh, as it sounds like. In, in this case is that what we have done lately with customers is that we have created that landing zone through a POC service, um, proof of, concept. Proof of concept, which stands for proof of concept. Thank mm-hmm. you, uh, Alex, um, for Windows Virtual Desktop. And after that went well, and, and some users have been tested, they're finally gonna migrate those users into that uh, into that solution and that's not a migration of the existing environment but of the existing users into a new environment so there are different ways
2: to do that
0: if I hear correctly picking the right workload to start with is completely
2: dependent on what's your desired outcome it also depends on what are the workloads that you are running within your on-premises environment what generally speaking what what the companies start with is the backup that's an easy way to back up your information. The traditional way would be to, to back it up on tapes. Classic, old school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so instead of doing that, which takes a lot of time to also do the backup and to retrieve it should you need it, uh, instead of doing that, you can just back up the information into the Azure platform in an automated manner. It's an easy way to configure it. And then you have your backups in the cloud. Yeah. And another kind of workload would be the the Exchange and SharePoint kind of workloads together with user identities. Within the Microsoft world, Office 365 is one of the most mature products. So Microsoft 365 now, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and Exchange and SharePoint are are part of that. So there are very easy means, easy ways to migrate from an on-premises Exchange and SharePoint towards uh, Exchange Online and SharePoint Online. Um, yeah so, so all together these are the, the starting points yeah, let's yeah. say for the majority of the companies yeah and I hear you say
0: easy a few times those are the easy first steps I can imagine you start with the those easy ones and then you build up to the more complex steps uh, maybe to uh, the, the, the just, uh, apps you use that need to be re-architected, rebuilt for Definitely, uh, yeah. a cloud that's a later phase
2: yeah because you need to first um, well see that it is easy, then trust it. That see that you can trust it, and and then um, once you've done that, you also get back some time. Yeah. So then you can focus on whatever is left or most Im- more important.
0: Yeah. The, the the more complex or
1: more complex uh, processes in here uh, here in most of the deployments we see are are not those so called. As-is migrations or lift and shift migrations, but they're, yeah, we can call it enough deployments like Windows Virtual Desktop. So it's indeed the user and, and some of the files that are migrated. But uh, the old-fashioned, which sounds a bit weird, but it's uh, we call it uh, old-fashioned remote desktop services, which live in their uh, own data center, those remain there or they are put end of line. Yeah. They're, so they're not migrated.
0: They're not migrated. No, no they're just in one. when you're it you pull the plug on the server. And <laughs>
1: exactly. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and often we see that together with uh, a different way of, of using files, shared files. So normally I think everyone is, uh, is familiar with that in their own business. You know, if you, want, if you need a file, you have to go to a specific folder and to into another folder, into another folder, into another folder, and then there's the Excel file. And after holiday, you have to think, okay, where is that? We often see that together with the migration to Office 365 or Microsoft 365 in combination with, my, with Windows Virtual Desktop, that they do that differently as well.
0: There is another way.
1: There is another way, oh, yes. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I want that other way. <laughs> Instead of clicking all your folders open and then coming to the conclusion oh no it's not there it's no, somewhere else no yeah. there's
1: there's a way easier way to do that mm. but of course that's that's complicated as well because those files are used often by different applications and again we get back to those processes there are business processes in place that have been followed for years so that's that's difficult to uh to change all uh, overnight yeah from a technical perspective yes but not from a behavioral uh no this the, the, the,
0: and, and this is the phase in which uh everyone in the company gets to ex- experience that there is something going on uh, when, you, when you say migrating to to microsoft 365 that's something the whole company has to do from the it department to financial to well whatever business you're running uh so so you you run into uh well shall i say problems with that i mean people need to time to adjust to do it another yeah. way
2: so you can see the the challenge into yeah. changing the behavior yes. from moving the from the folder based uh, uh, approach what Julian was referring to earlier on into the say SharePoint online version where everybody can collaborate on the same file but from the browser instead and not have to navigate through all those folders and and so forth.
1: So adoption is is, is, is vital in this step as well. Yeah. That's that's part of this of this Phase in, in CAF and it's, it's more focusing on Azure, but Microsoft 365, yeah. Adoption of Microsoft 365 is, is super important.
2: Yeah. And it is about the education of these companies, IT people first, who can afterwards or from their own educate their users.
0: Yeah. 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 Because I, I imagine it's a learning process uh the the migration process it's it's your first steps are easy you learn from that and then you go on and you go on uh and and learning along the way and getting better at it
1: yeah yeah and in some cases you can even automate that 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 migration as well if it's a, a pretty straightforward workload there are tools available within the platform which can migrate your workloads without having downtime. Ah, nice. So it's not always, the, the, the from a technical perspective, it's not the, not always the most difficult No, step. No. Is it a time-consuming process?
2: Well, it's our beloved answer in IT. It depends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've heard that one before. You're right. <laughs> I believe in the same question often.
1: But uh, for, all, for everything is a solution. Yeah, so yes, it, it can be. If you want to migrate or move, well, millions of terabytes of, of data, for example. Then, yeah, f- depends on it. Depends. It depends on your uh, on your bandwidth and your internet speed. How long that will take. Um, but there's a solution for that. So if you need to migrate massive amounts of data, then you can also call Microsoft. They will bring a box to your uh, your data center. You will back it up there, and you will send it back to Microsoft, and they will upload it for you. How can can Insight be of assistance during this phase? How how can they be? We can can guide you through a migration. We can uh, assist. So either we sit back and relax and we watch over your shoulder whether you are doing the right things. Uh, We can do it together with you. And with you, I mean the customer, of course, or the partner. Uh, But we can do it on your behalf as well. So all those steps that we have discussed in the previous episodes in the CAF, the Cloud Adoption Framework, we have services and engineers and experts on uh, in that area so also for migration yeah we can definitely do that on your behalf yeah
0: you've been listening to the Inside Cloud channel podcast hosted by me Zeger van der Linde
1: special thanks to
0: Insights Alex malos and Jurien Uitebogart do you want to know more about insight and their services then you can go out and check insight.com next time we are finally there we're going to migrate to the cloud. That's in the next episode. In the meantime, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.